If I was ready. If anybody has a hidden immunity idol and you want to play it, now would be the time to do so. The queen stays queen. He said Russell Feathers. Did you do that? Yeah. I'm supposed to talk glamour to you. We have ranked bananas all the time. Dude, my prize isn't even a million dollars. My prize was that I, I, fell in, I, I fell in love in this game. Love at first sight. Her name is Candace. You officially go down as the dumbest survivor ever. Welcome to Not Game. All personal. Hey, we are a Survivor podcast here to talk about all things Survivor. More specifically, this week's episode, Survivor 42, episode number five. I'm Nathan. This is Tony. Tony, we, um, spoiler, we didn't see a shot in the dark this week. We did not see a shot in the dark this week, but everybody's scared of it, which it's, I'm going to keep saying it every week. It's so interesting how differently this game is being played than it's, it was last yeah, season. Yeah, it's interesting. There's d- different things are being uh, in place, utilized. Um, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Well, should we just jump into it? I don't even want to preface anything. I was um, hoping you would ask. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Let's talk about Survivor. Um, let's, okay. Let's take it from, from the beginning ish. Let's talk about the fallout last week. We saw Swathi. I said that right. Yes, you did. Nice. Good work. It only took four or five weeks and she's gone. (laughs) She got voted out. We saw the aftermath of that. Mostly Roxroy, uh, being blindsided. Um, cause he was on the out of that. He voted for Tori. The other three voted for Swathi. Uh, yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts on this post-tribal dark out? They're talking. They're like, all right, four strong, Tory mouths. Nope. Are you, on, are you in on Tory yet? That's my question. Man, I know. What? I thought about coming to this episode and being like, as a bit, being like, she masterminded this tribal council. Do you see the moves that she was making? Just to make you sound ridiculous. Um, I when I watched the first half, I was watching, but I must not have been looking when she mouthed nope. But I did see the the whole like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I don't care. Um, one quote that I had written down was that Roxroy is not just not playing the same game, which is I've no, I don't think I've ever seen it be as accurate as it is with him, where he's just not not even on the same island. It feels like sometimes. Yeah. Um, I know we mentioned him being kept out of the vote last week, and we thought maybe that it was intentional as like a safety vote or something like that. And in case the shot in the dark worked, uh, that that just wasn't the case though. They just completely shut him out, which he doesn't seem too broken up about. He, yeah, he just doesn't understand what's happening. And I almost feel bad for him at this point. Yeah. He's just doing his thing. He's just, you know, doing the camp life. Um, And he's like, Oh, you didn't let me know. Okay. Just let me know next time. Four strong. We we still four strong. Like, yep. Yep. We, we sure are, Roxroy. What a you guy. made a good decision, so it's okay. Roxroy, what are we doing? No, <laughs> you should be in on decisions. Oh, but no, you're not You're not in on Tori yet? Her just being ready to cut them all? I think it's interesting. She definitely spices things up, but I, I don't think – define in on her. Like, I, I wouldn't say that she's, like, the best player or, like – Well, then you're I, not in on her. Okay, then I'm not in on her. I'm fine with that. I think she's doing well. I think she's fun. I want her to stick around. I I don't know if I've bought in as a player yet. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Just check in every week. One of these weeks, I'll 
either come over to your side and sh- or she'll just get blindsided with <laughs> nobody's business. And one of us is going to dance on the other's grave. Yeah. I mean, I am perfectly ready to accept that she's go- not going to win the season. But for the sake of, I called my shot. I got to stick with it. You know, I, I can't, I can't be switching up midway through the season. That's just, you didn't even call any shots. So I don't want to hear you talking. Here's the thing. I, and we'll get to this, this person on this tribe. Later. Oh, you, you ready a, to call a shot now? I have a dark horse winner pick based on uh, something we saw this week. All right. But let's stick with the blue tribe for a bit. Let's stick with the blue tribe. Uh, what else happened on the blue tribe? So that was the like right after tribal. Then we went to a couple different things, but then we came back to Drea and Romeo. They go idol hunting. Hmm. Um, and then Romeo has a little like montage of him being like, Oh, I love strong women. I love empowering them. And then he said something about he's, he's coaching Drea to make her a better survivor player, which was interesting. I don't know. It was an interesting little thing that he did. Um, well, I mean, clearly he's the expert here. Like he knows, what, he knows what he's doing. Come on. Really? Like he is, he's the pro. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was tough to watch. Cause it's like, I love strong women. I love women that like are powerful and like good at what they do. And that's why I'm coaching Drea to be better. And like, I was like, Ooh, that was odd. And it, I doubt it was meant in any negative way, but it was just like, Oh, I wasn't expecting it to go that direction. Yeah. It felt like he was so close to like, being really like i don't know insightful or like uh i don't know a good ally to women yeah he's like i love strong women so that's why they need me it's like well (laughs) (laughs) and like i said i don't think romeo is that kind of person where like that's his mentality but that's the way it came across the way that it was presented and i was like oh yeah not great um so they finally found the idol, and Nathan, they got me. Survivor got me. They got you. How'd they get you? They had a montage, or maybe it was just their teaser trailer, at the beginning of the season, and it showed Tori's face with somebody. I think it was Marianne speaking over it, talking about, like, reading the beware advantage. And I, when I watched it, <clears throat> I didn't know who, what anybody sounded like. So I was like, I assume that was Tori talking. Um, and so the entire time I've had that in the back of my head, like, Ooh, I think she's going to find that beware advantage for their tribe. Oh, wow. And then she didn't win that beware advantage for her tribe. No. And I was like, Oh, they got me. So, and I went back and watched the video and it's like, Oh, that's for sure. Marianne's voice. <laughs> that's not Tori at all. Uh, that's and funny. so that's one of the few times that it's been like, all right, yeah, they got me. <laughs> well done. I, I don't even know what you're talking about. So I did not share this experience. So. It was like a specific thing. And I saw it on, I think Twitter or something where it's like, well, we know Tori finds the advantage. And I was like, you know, you're right. We do know that Tori finds the advantage. <laughs> so it was just a moment of me being vulnerable with our yeah. listeners that even, even we make mistakes. Yeah. Except for our winner picks. Not wrong. Uh, but Dre, yeah, Drea found the, the beware advantage, the, the third of an idol. Um, about time that now all three tribes have their have their portion. Um, I I had the thought, and I don't know if there's anything to it, but like the fact that like it's been both seasons now, where there's one tribe who just can't seem to find their third, or the like, blue tribe takes points. a while. Yeah, and I just um I don't know. Let's get into conspiracies for a minute. Do you think that's intentional? Do you think like maybe they're 
it's harder to find because I can't imagine mm. a tribe not looking for idols. And so the fact that this has happened back to back, that it takes a couple days or a couple episodes. I don't know the time span. Um, actually, I can see now um, about nine, 10 days. Like, I don't know. Is that bizarre? Or am I just overthinking this? And there's nothing to it. I feel like we see it in regular seasons where it just takes one tribe forever to find the idol on their island. Um, but maybe I'm just thinking like, oh, they find the idol early and then it's played or the person's voted out. So then they hide it again and they find it later. So I feel like I'd have to go go back to the numbers to find out. Uh, but I, I would agree. It's odd that it has taken one of the tribes so long both times it's to me that's just priority number one like if you're going 10 days and and maybe i don't know maybe there's something like there's like some psychology behind it where if you don't find it within the first like five days you just give up because you assume someone else did i don't know like maybe they all you know weren't looking that hard for 10 days but that just feels crazy how short the season is 26 days and you go 10 days without finding it See, that's what I was going to say. Could it be the faster paced gameplay, first of all, that makes it an issue? But also, are they spending more time collecting fire, actually collecting firewood so that if they lose their flint, hopefully their fire doesn't go out while they're gone at a challenge? Are they spending more time looking for food than they usually would because they're not given food? Are those the contributing factors where it's like, I could look for an idol, but like, I actually need to do these things to survive and be okay and be comfortable where I'm at. Hmm, that's a that's an interesting thought but other tribes are finding it so it doesn't have merit (laughs) maybe not (laughs) like it's been one tribe both times yeah yeah it has been um but yeah that's most of the thoughts i have on that do we want to talk about maybe all three idols now at this point because there was some some talks of strategy with it uh not exactly implemented and i also have another conspiracy i guess coming from our good old facebook survivor group that we're in that is the Ooh. i think a, the dumbest thing ever um, i thought you loved it i love this group so much i actually do <laughs> i after this episode i was watching with a friend and um i added him to this group and then we were just we spent like most of the night just going through it and it's just i don't know the types of things that people people post like this person just just posted in this group do you think jury will start next week not even a question mark just like do you think jury will start next like what i don't know jonathan was amazing spearing those fish that's a post someone just posted <laughs> jonathan was amazing spearing those fish <laughs> this i love it yeah they and every every post has like one of those colorful black backgrounds you know that like oh yeah that i mean old people use it's more like a yeah honestly i've never seen this one this one is just jonathan exclamation mark hey are they wrong yeah i don't know but they think (laughs) they they are convinced not i shouldn't say they like i don't this isn't collectively the whole group there's a post and a lot of people are saying that they don't think mike's idol should count or will count because the the clue said he had to say the phrase at the next immunity challenge. And because he waited, his idol now will not work if he tries to use it, which 
I no, right? No. Production wouldn't allow him to do that unknowingly. Yeah. Like when you read the thing, I'm confident that they spend like five minutes being like, okay, any questions? We're going to clear up any questions you have about the way that this works so that it's not used incorrectly. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the comments right now. This person's just like, he should lose the idol because he didn't say it. Does it say that he has to say it? It says next challenge. But I don't know. Again, I don't I don't know if it's like he has to like that. He has to say it at the next challenge or like or he can say it. at the. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. The, another comment. I agree. I think his idol isn't activated. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but he activated it. Wasn't sure if he would, because there were talks if he didn't, um, that he wouldn't allow other idols to be let into the game. Which I thought was, I thought was a cool move. Honestly, I, I kind of wish he would have gone through with it to see how it would play out. Um, because I guess the thought process is it's better to have like no idols in the game than to like have them in the game even if you know who has them because like he clearly knows who has them but like the thing is everyone knows who has them now because all the tribes know all the tribes know their person so i don't know i i I feel like that's always gonna be an issue with tribes that are like we're gonna be strong with our tribe and we're gonna fight through this um it just occurred to me and correct me if i'm wrong all right to this trap this this week was the first week that mike said anything for what his idol was right yes and last week they went to tribal or two weeks ago they went to tribal mm-hmm. and voted out jenny was it it was jenny yes yep that. so he had his idol for that episode that they voted out jenny and he didn't have his vote yes correct? He, yeah he did not have the vote so if he doesn't say anything he still doesn't have his vote mm-hmm so he loses his idol, even though he got all of the risk involved with not having the, you know what I mean? Like he still lost his vote. So he didn't say anything. Sure. But he still lost his vote regardless. So like his plan didn't work, but it didn't matter because he didn't get to vote. Yes. So all he did was hurt himself by not saying it. And they're not going to punish you for hurting yourself potentially, you know? So you're saying he'll get the idol. Yeah. Okay. I cool. don't see why. Uh, I was like, there's something here that they're missing that it makes them dumb, and I needed to find it. Sorry to go back to that, but it just no, it's me. fine because it is the most absurd thing. When I saw that, I was like, what are these? It's it's a whole thread. I don't know. I think, I think, how do I say this? Old people. Yeah, I'll say old people. I think old <laughs> people have confused Facebook with Google, and that for some reason they trust their friends to tell explain things to them as opposed to using Google and going to the survivor wiki or the survivor website and figuring out how things work. And so they just post in that group, like, Oh, someone will have the answer as opposed to just finding the answer for themselves. Yeah. This person That's my take. just said, bye-bye loser. To Daniel. Whoa. So spoiler, mean. spoiler tone. What? Let's get out of here. There's another That's one. So okay. Mean. okay. Last Daniel's thing, fine. last thing. There's um 
oh i wish i could find it now is there a way that i can see posts that i've seen before it was it was a meme and it was um it was a combination of adam from winners at war trying to play the podium as an idol okay you remember the moment okay yep along with last season when tiffany was on the jury and there was a big bug on her do you remember that and yes. Jeff pointed it out so the meme was it was it was tiffany and the bug and then jeff goes there's a bug on tiffany and then it's a picture of adam goes can i play that and then jeff says you want to play the bug on tiffany and then adam goes yes i want to play that so like that was the meme right that's pretty good right that's a good meme they posted it in the facebook group and then the, all the comments were <laughs> it was like it's like that's not what happened adam tried to play the podium <laughs> and then someone else said what season is this from i don't remember it was Tony, I need oh, to find no. this and share it with you. I yes, was please dying. do. That's they, brutal. They, they could not get it, it. I mean, it wasn't even like the best meme ever. It was just like a solid, like, oh, that's funny. Like they did, they just put two things together, and yeah, that'd give me a little chuckle. Oh man! All right, let's get back to this this idol thing. Um, <laughs> so Marianne, Mike, Andrea, all have idols. Yep, and everyone knows about it. Everyone. Everybody. I think that's all I have to say. I don't know what else. What, is, what else <laughs> okay, is there to say about cool. it? <laughs> uh, so Mike planned. I, I have something to say. Mike yeah. planned on never saying the phrase, uh-huh. um, which, it, by his logic, would have meant that nobody's activated until merge. And his theory was that at merge, all of them would just automatically be activated. Right. That's kind of what his thinking was. They'd automatically. That's interesting. Oh, yes. That, yeah. I feel like that's what he had said. I feel like that's a lot more interesting than like, he didn't say the phrase. Yeah. Like, no, I want to, I'm very curious about this um, and whether that would have worked because that's fun strategy. I like that a lot. The, the other strategy was fun too, but that would be a lot of fun if it just worked that way. Do you, do you think he came up with that? There's no way he did, right? I think he might be smarter than I've given him credit for so far, honestly. There were a couple things where it's like, hmm, you got some, you got some thinking going on, or Daniel's feeding you these lines. One of the two. Well, at this point, I'm ready to accept that Mike's a better strategic player than Daniel. So, yeah, I feel bad for Daniel. I've never felt bad for anybody like I feel bad for him. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll get to it, but it's, it's just like it's the confidence of it, you know. It's like he's coming in trying to play this this archetype, and then it's just the exact opposite it's not him it's just not him it's like someone coming in is like yeah i'm like an ozzy i'm like a joe and like you can't swim or something like that's that's literally what happened <laughs> yep those are my favorite people <laughs> uh should we go over to the orange tribe yeah let's go let's go to orange tribe um the biggest thing here i think that we saw as far as camp life goes is jonathan's jonathan's over marianne <laughs> so over Marianne I was very excited they, they were both talking a lot it was Lindsay and Marianne but then Marianne just had her foot underneath the pole and he hit the pole and she freaked out the whole thing <laughs> I mean I yeah like watching the moment it was like so uncomfortable because you could totally like he's just doing work and I mean, I don't know, like I've been in that position where there's just like someone will not stop following you. It's like you're just trying to like do your thing and they're just like always there. 
And then she like, it's like, you almost hit my foot. <laughs> to be fair, he was in her workspace, which from what it looked like was the entire campsite. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, this is all my workspace. And I was like, what are you working on? <laughs> like, what, what can she possibly take that much space for? Oh, she's just doing projects and, yeah. you know, she's got jobs. She's trying to be there. Wendell out there and it's just not working. Oh, man. This guy's literally trying to like chop wood for you. And yeah. Yeah. And then he walks away frustrated and he's like, I don't want to deal with this right now. I feel like I'm upset and I need to cool down. He walks away and she says, I hope he knows pride's a deadly sin. And I was like, that's my least favorite kind of person. Like, screw you. Who are you? <laughs> that's not a good look for people who are in seminary or. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I was like, what's happening? Yeah. It's. Uh, to be honest, I think this just almost makes me like even more out on Jonathan than I was as far as like him going far, because I think uh, we're all just waiting for him to go home as soon as the merch hits. Um, and I think if he shows any sort, I mean, he explained this, you know, like he's, he's a tall dude. If he just lets it out on this, I think he said she's like five two, not a good look. And I agree. And I think already, like, <laughs> they're sensing this attitude from him, whether or not it's rightfully so. I think, you know, he has a lot of, <laughs> I think it's fair that he's acting like this, but I don't know. I, that's really going to hurt his game, I think, which is unfortunate. Yeah, it's, he, I feel like, I feel like he was a hero in the past few episodes. And then this episode, he wasn't necessarily a villain, but he was felt like the antagonist as opposed to the protagonist for the first time. Yeah. Like they're all just there having fun. He's just this grumpy muscular dude that like is, is mad at everyone. And like, that's, that's tough. Did you know he has a world record for what? Guess you get one guess. Um, juggling close. Uh, most pull-ups while wearing a 100 pound vest really yeah when i watched the teaser to see where they fooled me about tori it was like yeah i held the world record for most pull-ups with a 100 pound vest and i was like that is the least surprising thing i've ever heard I is think. there is there a separate record for every amount of weight that you would do it with like if you did like 101 pounds i looked it up it goes in increments of 25 pounds and there's a different record holder for everyone mm -hmm. do you think like nathan i didn't look it up I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you took that at face value. You should know. No, I just have so many questions. Like, do you think that it's like a different skill level? Like, oh, I'm really good at 100 pounds, but 50, I'm I'm just, that's not it for me. Probably. That's bizarre. I don't understand how weight works. I don't think. That might be my favorite thing you've ever said. I mean, do you I understand how weight works? Do you? What does that even mean? <laughs> oh, I just, I, I got, yeah. I'll do some research. I'll come back. The annoying part is now that I think about it, I don't think I understand what weight means. I remember when I was in school and my mind was blown understand the difference between weight and mass. 
That blew my mind. I, I'm still not confident there's a difference. I, I know there is, but I don't. The difference like, is grams, like. Grams measure mass and pounds measure weight. But the fact that there's a conversion of like, what is it? 2.2 pounds per kilogram. Like the fact that there's a conversion tells me that it's not like there's not actually that big of a difference, you know? The difference that I always think of is like on the moon. Like if you take a bowling ball on the moon, that thing's got mass, but like less weight. Okay. So, okay. Then weight is like weights. So like mass, your... mass is consistent. Weight mm-hmm. is dependent on the gravitational fo- gravitational. Cause isn't, isn't that what weight is? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't see why mass isn't this because mass mass wouldn't change depending on like so if, so if i had a kilogram scale on the moon it would still say that the bowling ball is whatever uh however many kilograms three kilograms i guess huh i don't know that's what, i don't understand how weight works do you get what i'm saying i i pick up what you're throwing down different parts of the world 100 pounds is easier to lift weight's relative man yeah, so I don't think what Jonathan does is that impressive to bring it back. All to right, way to bring us back. All right, I have a tweet to read you. Yeah, go ahead. It's from our girl Claire from uh, Claire? Big Brother 23. Ah, Claire. We love Claire. Yeah, we love Claire. Frequent guest on the podcast, Claire. And I was going to bring this up. I'm glad I looked up the tweet because I, I felt like it could have been an awful person. She said, Marianne reminds her so much of Brittany, hmm. a pure soul who gets a little too excited will always give a fantastic reaction to the wild game around her. She's just so pumped to be there. You have to root for it. Hashtag survivor. Okay. That's um... it makes a lot of sense why I don't like Marianne. If that's, <laughs> that's a fair comparison. Because yeah, it's for you, the exact same reasons. You did not like uh, Brittany, did you? I did not. I was not a fan. <laughs> but I always prefaced it just like I have with Marianne. Yeah. That I'm sure they're delightful people. I'm going to disagree. I don't think they're delightful i think they're compensating because they're actually terrible human beings and so they have to go on the show to try to say otherwise how aggressive i think i'm I'm sorry i'm I'm just trying to i'm trying to offer the opposite take here that was good that was good i'm not trying to agree with everything you say here (laughs) uh anything else on the yellow orange whatever color that is tribe uh, I don't think so. I think it's time to get to the, the tribe of the hour. Tribe of the hour. The green tribe. The green tribe. The green tribe. We got hi, Chanel, Daniel, Mike, Lydia. Um, yeah, Ooh. I mean, pretty much the tribe life. It really felt like everyone was trying to sway high and Lydia to vote their way. Uh, which makes sense based on the tribal that we saw from them two weeks ago. Thanks to Daniel, because it doesn't make sense because these other three should have the number still. <laughs> so if you still want Lydia yeah. out, you should get her out. So kudos it's to high and Lydia choice. for flipping the ladder around because they are, they put themselves on top real nicely and these other three people are scrambling that's my first thought i don't know how they pulled that off because lydia is non-existent on this show to me she was because she went to the summit thing but like how 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 did they get in power that's crazy 
it honestly felt like it was, and this stinks because sometimes it's hard to tell if it's somebody does well or if it's in the, the incompetency of others that causes people to like succeed or be put in a power position. Cause this one just feels like it was so poorly handled by Daniel Chanel and uh, Mike. That whole situation was just so poorly handled. Mike said something tonight that he thinks that it's Chanel's fault that they're in the situation they're in because she didn't back him up. I don't know what that means. Where would, where would she have backed him up to make it successful or work? I, I just don't understand like where yeah. he's coming from at all. Um, Mike is mad because Daniel lied to him about something. Lied to him that he was his number one. Is that what it is? Yes, I guess Something so. doofy like that. Um, yeah, it just, yeah. honestly, I think we predicted this direction after that tribal. Like we knew that it would probably just be those two that were the two to go home, which I think at the time we're like, it feels wrong, but I feel like that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's still just... Again, spoiler, Daniel goes home, and I'm glad he did because the whole day, I just, I could not take it. Him just, just so convinced that Chanel was the one that, like, broke them up. Mm-hmm. Just, like, how dare she, like, turn her back? How dare, you know? I After I, he started throwing her under the bus, she didn't say anything until he was like, Chanel told me to do it. And then she's like, excuse me. No, I did not. You had a vote. Yeah, I will never I will never understand how this man is so convinced that he's in the right here. And maybe he's not. Maybe he's just saying it, but like it it comes across as just so ignorant. If he was saying it to everybody on the tribe and it showed him saying it to everybody on the tribe, like I know that or it's Chanel's fault and then in the confessional he was like totally my fault, totally screwed it up, but that's not what matters in Survivor. What matters is what they believe because that's how they're going to vote. Like, I would love that. I'd be like, okay, I like you as a player. Even though, like, you screwed up, you're trying to turn that around in fairly effective way, possibly. But he's not. He's he's saying the same things in his confessionals that he thinks that she did something wrong, and that just feels incorrect. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what the whole day and strategy revolved around is it's pretty much High and Lydia just making up their mind, I guess. Um, We'll save we'll save the final vote till tribal because I think I'm confused and maybe I'm wrong, but I felt like the way that the votes landed, everything we saw leading up to that moment did not explain why the votes landed that way. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that? Yeah, because the first part of the episode it talked about it had um Hi and Lydia talking about like, oh, we need to get rid of Chanel first. She's the one we're worried about. Daniel's fine. Uh, and then as time went on, it just slowly felt more and more like, okay, yeah, that's the direction it's going to go. And then it just, just didn't. And also yeah. there was a random vote that was thrown in there from, we'll get into it. There was a random like stray vote. Yeah. I don't know why we're being so cryptic about what it was, what the votes were. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I just say that because we're still talking about like the strategy yeah. leading up to tribal, yeah. but like, I don't think we saw anything that was actually that relevant because going into tribal, I thought for sure the vote was going to be between Daniel and Chanel. And it, it kind of was still, but like the people who voted, like Mike was very much going to vote for Daniel. It seemed like it, it really felt like that. It, he it, said at tribal, I didn't lie. 
Yeah, no, there, there's so many things that just do not add up. Even after the vote, when I saw the vote, I was like, okay, I think I have an idea who voted for who. It wasn't until like after that last commercial and then we see like them holding up like who voted for who. I was blown away at who actually voted for who. I did not understand. I understand now, but I didn't understand with the context of what we saw in the episode because the episode gave us nothing to explain why the vote worked out like that. I have to look up where the votes landed. I watched to see where it landed, but of course the one website I opened up didn't have it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Just like you, I said, it would. When you talk about, when you look that up, um, let's quickly, before we get to tribal, touch on Lydia and Roxroy, I guess, going to the summit, which there's not even anything to say because they both protected their vote and they were both super, uh, didn't want to share any information. <laughs> so I don't even know if there's anything to say to that other than it happened. Do you have any any thoughts on the summit or um the only thought that i had in the summit and this is what i teased earlier yes. the vibe of lydia's backstory and her being like oh this is like such a great opportunity and then like the very end it was like i've grown so much already i can't wait to see what happens next i just want to put her in the in the little like uh maybe potential final final tribal maybe winner like i, I could see it i can see the path starting now Really? I, I yep. feel like she doesn't get enough airtime. I think that's intentional. I think that's what they did with Erica last year. Uh, they just waited longer to really drop her in. I don't want them. Okay. I don't either, but I think if I choose to be like, this is the person I'm rooting for, my pride of being correct will be enough to make me satisfied with the final if she wins, no matter what. That's fair. I honestly, I saw her backstory and I had the almost opposite thought. I was like, I wonder if she's going home tonight because we're seeing a little... <laughs> A little clip show of her life. Well, I, I think I'm like comparing and contrasting it with Romeo's because Romeo's was like, hey, I'm here to make Drea a better survivor player. And Lydia was like, I've grown so much already. Like, I, I'm excited to see where how I'm going to grow next or where how I'm going to be challenged next. It felt like Romeo wasn't there to win. It felt like almost. And that was like yeah. his highlight moment. Yeah. All right. I see, I see where you're coming from. All right, I'm all in on Lydia, my new winner pick. No, what? It's you heard it here pick. first. No, what? No. We officially endorse Lydia as Are our we winner. Cool? I just want to be involved in that. Yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you take some credit for it. But, uh, what? What? Did you find the where the votes landed yet? Yes. Okay. Well, let's get to tribal. Let's talk about these votes. Well, one more thing. Yeah. Uh, Mike said we need to make sure he's confident enough so that he doesn't uh, doesn't use a shot in the dark. He said that to, I think, Lydia. Mm-hmm. Can't remember who he said it to, but I just made a note of that. Like, oh, they're still worried about the shot in the dark more than the last tribe ever was. So our last season yeah. ever was, which isn't fun. Okay, tribal. Mm-hmm. Tribal. Tribal. Should we just get right to the votes? I feel like it was a lot. Just of get just to the votes, yeah. That's posturing not, for the that's entire. The most. <laughs> this uh, episode overall was kind of boring when it came to like the overall strategy, and I think it's because they showed us so little. Well, I will say, we saw a good, like last week. It was so obvious which tribe was going to tribal. This mm-hmm. week, I actually wasn't quite sure because I feel mm-hmm. like they split up the time between the tribes very evenly. I feel like every tribe got a little dynamic. So I think there's some pros and cons to that because, yes, we didn't see a lot with this tribe. 
I think it overall boils down to they didn't have a lot of story to tell for this tribe, which That's I true, might contradict it's, in a it's, minute. It's the same. But, it's the same thing, really. It's all coming down to the same people and the same issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the votes were uh, two votes for Chanel, which came from Mike and Daniel. Mm-hmm. Uh, which Mike voting for her? That was my first surprise. Yep. Two votes for Daniel coming from High and Lydia, and then one vote for Mike, which came from Chanel, um, which was my second surprise. Which I I think I understand now. Uh, but ultimately it was a two, two, one, they revote meaning that high and Lydia pretty much got control of it. And then they voted out Daniel. Yeah. And that Mike vote is so interesting. Mike and Chanel are the, everybody else. Their vote makes sense. Uh, I, none of those were a surprise, but the Mike and the Chanel vote are fascinating. And I wonder if there was like a blow up or something between them that we didn't get to see. Um, yeah, because they they felt good. I'm I'm shocked that Mike didn't vote for Daniel out of the game. I don't quite understand that. I think okay, yeah, his vote is confusing because he seemed 100 percent voting Chanel. Um yeah, we can stay on his vote for a second. I yeah, I can't think of a reason that he would want to keep Daniel over Chanel. I really don't, unless there was something that we didn't get to see. Because even every single conversation he had felt like he was voting for Daniel. Yes. And when when I first saw the votes, my thought was that I thought the votes were Mike and Chanel voting for Daniel. Daniel voting for Chanel and then High and Lydia splitting between Mike and Chanel. I don't know why, but that's what I thought. Cause I was like, Oh Mike, like I was so confident. Say that one more time. So Chanel and Mike voting for Daniel. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a lock-in. I thought Daniel voting for Chanel and then High and Lydia yep. splitting between Chanel and Mike. Okay. Just because I was so confident that Mike was going to vote for Daniel. I was so confident. And I, I have no idea what happened. And that's what I'm talking about. Where it's like, we saw nothing. Every, every strategy that we saw at their tribe gave us no information for why he voted for her. So they don't know why they didn't, they didn't know for sure that Lydia had a vote. So could that, that have factored into it where he, where Daniel pulled him over to his side. And so he voted for Chanel but then he would have assumed that she was voting for Daniel. So it wouldn't have mattered. It would have been a tie either way. Um, so maybe he was going to try to push it to, ah, I don't know. I just want to hear from him, hear his logic. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we'll hear it, um, but it, yeah, it, I, don't, I don't fully understand it. Um, Cause I think Chanel's makes sense. I, I think it does too. It's like the classic safety vote where she thinks everybody is voting for Daniel, except for Daniel. But Daniel does the shot in the dark. Mm-hmm. And so throw a vote to Mike just to make sure that you're not the one that ends up going home. Yeah, because really her vote doesn't matter all that much. Because if the majority wants her out, she'll go out. Yeah. And she can't do so, anything about it anyways. So just a little safety vote. Yes. Why would he vote Chanel? He voted Chanel. Oh, got it. All right. Mike voted Chanel for the exact same reason. In case he knew that the other two were going to vote Daniel. I think those four knew that they were all supposed to vote for Daniel. But I think Mike did the exact same thing 
where he was like, okay, these two are going to be voting for Daniel just in case he plays the shot in the dark. I want to make sure that I'm not the one going home. So I'm going to vote for Chanel. Who would vote for Mike then? Chanel or Daniel? No, this is that that's who Mike voted for just to be safe. So that because if it was a revote, he wanted to make sure that nothing was coming at him. So Mike and Chanel just use their votes on each other. Both, both, both without anybody knowing, just to just in case um, Daniel played the shot in the dark and that threw away all the votes for him. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Um, is that Probably should cast him towards Lydia, but we don't need to talk about that. I don't. Like, oh, let's go after other people who are scrambling at the bottom instead of taking well, that's, someone from the yes, seat of Yes, and that's where I don't fully understand because if Chanel and Mike, that's where I'm more, I'm more likely to believe that Chanel, something happened between Chanel and Mike, because if they are good, then that'd be like, throw your, throw your vote on them, but maybe, but then they might just get mad. And so if it's a tie between Chanel and Mike, they're, they'll, she has a better chance of staying versus if it's her and Lydia, because I will guarantee not vote for Lydia in the retail, right? My understand. My guess is that both of them didn't think that the other was voting for each other. Oh yeah, I mean a hundred percent. And but so it, uh, they were completely betting first. on Daniel. Yeah, and this is gonna be really hard to understand just listening to. Like <laughs> if we were able to like draw a chart and like point arrows and count up votes, it'd be so helpful. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff, for doing that for those tough tribal councils. Um, I think it did make sense. Ultimately. Uh, I think that in those situations, in my opinion, you should take the shot at the seat of power, um, which would have been Lydia and high, as opposed to taking a shot at somebody else's who try who's trying to win them over. Cause if you get rid of Lydia, literally everyone's on the same playing field, I think. Yeah. I think people are still trying to align with high, but <clears throat> It's just, it, it's a completely different game because he doesn't have a second number to hide behind. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Um, but now going into this, it's, it's going to be interesting because Chanel and Mike both voted for each other. So high and Lydia are, are more in power now than they've ever been. And Mike threw in a little, what I assume was a lie there where he was like, I voted the way, the way I said I was going to certainly didn't. Absolutely. Uh, so, and he said it to Chanel. So he for sure told her that he was voting Daniel. Yeah. The, the, the I should have brought this up before we got into all the votes. I think it's fine. Uh, Daniel at tribal though, um, was absurd. Pandering to Mike. And then no, but it wasn't, it wasn't intentional. Yes. Well, Chanel calls him out. And then he starts talking about his leukemia. <laughs> and now he's like, you know, I've gone through leukemia. And so this isn't a strategy. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> so, I mean, I don't see your problem with that. That's, that makes a lot of sense. This dude, <clears throat> I, I am so glad he's gone because he is so fake. And not only fake, but so bad at it. <laughs> like, you are clearly using this for points. <laughs> so going the other way, like when Chanel called him out, it felt to me a lot like what when Tori um, called out Swathy last week and where it felt like almost like heavy handed and like a bit too much 
where it's like i don't know where all these like vibes are coming like it felt like something like that to me where it's like oh it just didn't come across super well but i I mean obviously she's still there so it is what it is and they're swapping so it's fine or they're merging not merging again hey i'm all here for a chanel tory team up just to tell it how it is i'd be in that'd be a lot of fun (laughs) that would be chaotic that would be and roxroy make things real spicy (laughs) oh no not roxroy uh what are you talking about jonathan yep that's that's the dream team right there just three people who just are annoyed at everyone okay maybe not the dream team I'm in. I feel like I'd really want to be aligned with Marianne just because she's so annoying that there would always be the thought to try to get rid of her first. I'm telling you, I am so convinced that she's going to go to the end. Yeah, I know. And I, I don't think you're disagreeing with me. I'm not. <laughs> but if it's Lydia and Marianne, I'm going to be upset. Because last year, last season, like the final four, I was like, I'd be happy with any of these people winning. I feel like they're all very deserving in their own way. Sure. And I stand by that. If it was Marianne and her, I would be like this. And Roxroy, like imagine that final three. Like none of you deserve Diddley. Well, I don't think Roxroy is going to go that That's far. Fair. I want to get your thoughts on uh, Daniel's quote from Tribal. I don't have the whole thing, unfortunately, but he said something along the lines of like, if you, unless you're the best player or like one of the best players ever, you get burned at least once during a season, Uh, blah, 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 says some stuff in between. And it says, if you can't ask for forgiveness, you'll play a short survivor game. Like you, you have to ask, like, you have to like apologize or ask for forgiveness. Like it was a very interesting take. And I don't know if I agree with it. Like you you have saying that yes yes vaguely um so like he's saying you have to make some move that's going to hurt people otherwise you're not gonna go far right not even like you well that's what they're asking maybe maybe that's what he's trying to say i took it as like you have to get like burned once like somebody screws you over once like that's part of playing a game of survivor and you being able to mend those fences and ask for forgiveness for like whatever might have caused it is part of the game which I guess now that I say that, I don't necessarily disagree. It was just a very odd, odd thing, I think. And then he did clarify, unless you're the best, right? Yeah. yeah. Which also, I don't understand that clarification because, I mean, the only people that probably did that, like never got burned in a season, maybe, I don't know, Kim. I was going to say Rob. Kim. Definitely Kim. Well, I feel like anytime you anytime you had that preface, it just you can't be wrong because it's like either you do this or you do this. It's like, well, yeah, duh, those are the two options. Those so, are like, the two options. <laughs> you can't. There's no in between. Right. So I don't mean I don't think he can be wrong. I just think it's another very empty strategy that he's throwing out there. That's like, what are you talking about, dude? You're just bad at the game. Stop. That, that's my take. I like to think that if I was ever in an actual tribal council, I would constantly be like, well, Jeff, that's a great question. You see, I mean, and on one hand, it's like this, but on one, the other hand, it's the exact opposite of that. And Damn. so that's, that's mm-hmm. what I think. And just like, let him call me out. Like you just said the two options. You didn't, you didn't answer my question at all. Did the amount of times like people go into tribal and they just say like, like, well, Jeff, that's the thing. It's like, where's a team? 
but we have to make a tough decision. So it's like, you're going to be sending home and like we bonded, you know, and we're going to have to find a way to like mend this when we're back, you know, it's just like, like everyone, everyone thinks they're on the right side of the numbers tonight. It's like, and we I, only see 10 minutes of the hour and a half. They're there. Imagine how much of that nonsense Jeff has to deal with every time. I can't believe he's as sane as he is. Wasn't there a tribal in one of the early seasons where he like yelled at the tribe? There's um did I make that up in my head? No, I think there's a couple there's like a compilation on YouTube I've seen of like Jeff probe sassy moments. There's yeah, some good but ones. it's like off and, camera. He was like, You guys need to give me some more than this. Oh, really? Oh, I don't know about that. Well, 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 you look it up. I feel like he did a lot more in the older seasons. I want to hear Jeff talk about it. I want to hear somebody else talk about Jeff doing it. Jeff is like, yeah, you know, I raised my voice a little bit, but it wasn't a yell. I just, you know, we were on the same page. This is what makes Survivor such a fun social game. It's fascinating to watch people do things, have stories. I got nothing. Well, good find. Uh, can we talk about? I got I got two more things on my agenda. I'd love know. to hear. It. I don't know how many more you got. Nothing. Uh, I got everything. One. Let's. Well, maybe maybe these combined. Maybe not. First. Um. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen next week? Do we think we're getting the hourglass twist again? Because there's the hint of the merge. Jeff says, "Drop your buffs." They say, "Are we merged?" He goes, "Not quite," or something. I think that's what he says. So do we think it's the same thing? I I hope it's not the hourglass, but I'm willing to. I'm I'm expecting it to be the hourglass, so I'm not disappointed next week. Let's say it that way. Does that, that feels like such a big thing that I feel like they would like they've made little tweaks to the, their twists, and honestly, so far it's been successful. So maybe they made a little tweak to this twist. Uh huh. Just a second. I'm looking up one, two, three, four, five, six. What did Erica have to do last season? Did she just get that opportunity, or did she did she have to do something to try to? Find no, it? she just got it. She just had to flip it. So maybe if that was the case, if if you were like, hey, there's something out here that can swat like switch your fate, do this. I mean, that might be interesting. Yeah. Um. I was looking at how many people. We're left less, but it's the same amount of people, so it definitely could happen. I I will say I'm very excited to see the dynamics because it feels like there's not a single tribe that is solid right now. Everyone is very fractured, and they're all going in even. So I have no idea, no idea where these alliances are going to fall. I could not yeah, tell you. it's going to be a lot of fun, honestly. Because I don't think there's a single tribe that's going to stay strong. I think the closest that we'll get is the orange tribe. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. I would. Um, actually, that's probably. But I think it's possible that the other, no, because the other two won't, wouldn't just unite to go after them because they hate each other. That's what I'm saying. So I could see. I think the situation I see happening is that the orange tribe might be the one in power, mm-hmm. and then other people trying to mooch onto there. And I think they pick another tribe to pick apart. Uh. The thing is, I don't think the Orange Tribe is strong enough. Like, I don't see Jonathan being that, like, leader who's like, hey, this is what we're going to do, you know? like who, Yeah, they who, don't have, like, a, a, like, survivor leader. They have, like, a physical leader in Jonathan, but they don't have, like, somebody who knows the game and 
like last season, like Deshaun was like very vocal. He was like mm-hmm. the ones like orchestrating a lot of the stuff, you know, he was keeping people together. Um, I don't think they have that. And if they do, Corey's going to step in and take that role. She's got to, she's going to be the hero we all need. I feel like it's more likely that like Romeo does. He'll try to, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. He'll try to empower all the women. Uh, the last thing Amen. I kind of want to go over where the advantages are right now. Okay. Absolutely. Um, Cause they're kind of, they're decently spread out, but also some people are stacked. So yep. the, the green tribe, Mike has an idol. Uh, High has the advantage amulet. Do you remember that? I do now. Uh, Episode so only one. two of them are left, correct? No, nope, uh, three, all three no, of them are all left. Three. All three so of them. then it just becomes an extra vote, I think. Because uh, they laid out the three things. It's like, oh, if, if when all do they three have of you are to still use around. it? Huh? When do they have to use it? Here. Or can they say, see. yeah, you look it up. Also, I'm on the Survivor Wiki fan page. This is the this season. Oh, here we go. This season has the record for most LGBTQ contestants with five. Yeah, I could have guessed that. That that sounded negative. Yeah, that's not surprising. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so if all three amulets uh, were used, they could collectively cast another vote. Mm-hmm. So when it's all three, they all have to collectively cast one extra vote. Um, if they're down to two amulets. Uh, using them together could give give them a vote steal, and if only one active amulet remained, then it could be used as a regular hidden immunity idol. Okay, I think I understood that. So I think they want to. I honestly think they want to start picking each other off. Then that's what that's what I mentioned episode one. Oh, and I like all three of them. I don't want that. Yeah. Well, okay, so let's move over to the Orange Tribe because, like you said, Lindsay has the advantage amulet on that tribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Marianne is sitting here with an extra vote and an idol. That is some power for Marianne. <laughs> but guess what? Not as much power as Drea, who has every advantage for the Blue Tribe. Advantage amulet, extra vote, and idol. I've liked Drea since day one. That, that, that's where we're at. So she is, she has every advantage that's possible for her to have right now. Dang. <laughs> yeah. I'm, when I saw that, I was like, ooh, that's powerful. I add that to the, to, to the file. Just in case, you know? Yeah, that so is interesting. If if she goes home in the next like three weeks, that's on her. She should oh, she should be around a while. She should be around a minute. <laughs> Let's just say that. I don't know. With the advantage amulet, that makes me nervous for her. I think the fact that she has Romeo for sure on her side and Roxroy for sure on her side probably helps her. I really think everybody people are going to go after Jonathan first. I feel like if he doesn't win. Yep, I agree. And I think it just depends on how strong the Orange Tribe is if they if they try to protect him or not. Mm-hmm. I think that's more what's going to come down to is 
is he worth protecting to them? I would guess he would be. If everybody's against those four, I think that would be the solution or that would need to be a thing. Like you have to back him up at that point. And also he's always going to be the one that they go for. That's true. Every yeah, that's single true. time. Well, I think that's yeah. all I got. That's all I got. I'm glad we. Hey, this was fun. Same time next week. Heck yeah. Well, maybe we'll text each other day of and see what time works, like we usually do. I'm not. We don't have to schedule next week live for everyone to hear. But what I can tell you is we will be back next week for the pre-merge post post pre-merge let's that's what we'll call it yes yes although they may be merged by the end of that episode they may be merged well it's a double episode yeah that's exciting so even if it is even if it is hourglass at least we won't have like the the stupid cliffhanger that's true that's very true gosh stupid all right unless they really stretch out that first half they might oh gosh um for more episodes, visit knockingallpersonal.com. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts, really. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram at NGAPpod. I'm Nathan. This is Tony. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see you next week, castmates. Hey, we see you later. <laughs> ah.